Hey, folks, welcome into Bet US TV. I am Kyle Proviance. He is base winner preparing for his big performance tomorrow. He is Spreadopedia poo pooing on all my bets before the show. And we are your Major League Baseball team for Thursday, May 11th. Man, time is flying by officially 30 days away until my son is a high school graduate and I'm an, I'm an old man and my kid's off at college. It's very, very strange. Speaking of strange, not a great baseball card. You know, you sometimes get these with baseball. They'll just hammer you with games. Every team plays every day, and then you'll get these cards like today, base winner, where we got six games. We've got some weather danger in the Royals and White Sox games, so we may only get five games. Uh, not a lot to chew on, but there's a couple plays we like today. And uh, welcome back. We always miss you on Young Man Wednesdays. I don't know if you catch it. I know you. So- yes, I, every, I, I caught the, the intro of the show, and he goes, "Oh, this young man, oh, that old man base winner." Like, come on, man, I'm hip. I, I, I know you who are the hip dog is. Show. Come on, guys, really. You are way hipper than I am. It's not fair for me to say that, but you know, I have to throw it in while you're not here, just just to mess with you a little bit. And Jason, we were just mentioning it up like some twenty somethings yesterday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but you're wrong. You're like, there's only six baseball games today. I mean, I guess there's only six major league baseball games. I count 15 AAA games. That that Ooh. gives me 21 games to follow today. Yeah, that is insane. And I I just don't have. Although Ellie Dela Cruz the other day, I don't know if you follow this kid for Cincinnati. He's a first. No, shut player. up about him. Let's talk about him next week. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Okay, no, no, saying, go on. I'm kidding. What did he do? The, it was the first time in, in Major League or AAA. It's never happened. And no team has ever done this. One player, he hit three balls with an exit velo over 116 miles an hour. Uh, that kid's going to be special one day. Ellie De La Cruz is someone I I like to keep an eye on. What do you think? Do you like Ellie De La Cruz, Jason? Why should, are, you, are you backing him today? I'm trying to show you his uh, autograph. Bought his autograph card on, on eBay Ooh, here. Very like nice. Six, 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 eight months ago. Um, I don't know. It's probably about a thousand bucks now or something. He's he's yeah. he's hot. He's yeah. he's as hot as you could possibly be, um, mm. prospect wise. Uh-huh. You know, like he's he's it. He's he's the dude. He's he's this year's O'Neill Cruz. He's he's a unicorn, as I like to call him. Yeah, he's he's a real crackling Kolka, as a, a term that I heard uh, yesterday when I was talking to one of our bosses. Hit some crackling Kolkas out there of three balls over 116 miles an hour. So. We like all that. Again, we'll remind you guys, any questions you might have, again, mm-hmm. I, I'm determined to save a marriage at some point this year. Any question you might have, baseball-related, life-related, we don't care what it is, ask it in the chat box. We do our best to get to as many questions at, as we can at the end of the show in our Q&A section. We certainly appreciate you guys. Like the show. That really helps us out. Subscribe to the channel. And, of course, if you want to follow along with the odds that we are using and the plays that we are using, head over to BetUSTV.com. Slash odds. If you have not yet created a BetUS TV account, a BetUS account, you want a $50 free play? How about BetUSTV.com slash 50? Take some of the plays we use today, throw your free play $50 on it, and then get mad at me when my Nerfie loses later today, as Jason told me. I did a terrible <laughs> job picking it, so that, that hurts on the inside only because it's true. Let's go over our records, and then let's jump into this small card today. Nearly 10 units up as a show. That's where we want to be. We want to keep growing. Look, last week, no doubt about it, put a dent in us. But this week, we're recovering. My soul's a little bruised. has never been this sore, as the song goes. I, it's it's a really, to me, a troubling song. It's just I just don't like to hear it. But uh, like where we're sitting, and let's get after it today. Our first game on the dock, it starts in about 30 minutes, 9.51, 9.52. Kodai Senga and the Mets taking on the Reds, and they are going with a reliever to start the game, Derek Law. 
which is just a great name. You can see big favorites to the Mets here at minus 200 plus 170 to the Mets. Total here, a huge number, which is making me a little bit scared about the Nerfie sitting at 10 and a half. However, it is juiced a little bit to the under at minus 120. Jason, let's start with you here. Bullpen day for the Reds. I don't I, look when I when we talk about Nerfies, I sort of like and maybe I'm crazy here, but I like the bullpen games for Nerfies because, you know, the guy's not out there trying to save gas for the fifth inning or the sixth inning. It's everything he's got. Three outs. Go get him. And then I, I like how Senga profiles against the top of that Reds lineup. TJ Friedel, the only one with a little bit of concern for me in terms of matchup. So I took a Nerfie plus 105. No runs first innings for those of you watching in the chat box. Uh, what do you think here, Mets, Reds? It's not that I disagree with your approach um, oh. so so much as the price. Just got to wait for the best price. That's a price thing. Um, so Such a high high total, too, so it worries me. I know. That's good. You know, like you're just not, you know. But but you're not wrong that the, the reliever coming out and knowing that he's got the three three outs to get you know, is, is a little bit of a different scenario than a guy who's got to come at, come in and kind of get acclimated. So you're not wrong. Um, I didn't bet this game, though. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I tried to bet the Mets earlier this week, and Scherzer got scratched, and then that's yeah. been it for me on the Mets this week. Yeah, and the Verlander thing's weird. And base winner, listen, I know you're hipper than I am, right? So I have to do those things yesterday to sort of make myself feel better because there's no doubt you're cooler than me. We have base winner rap Friday on the show here. Right. Well, yeah, so, but I mean, every time it's like, hey, this, guy, this guy's old. You know, I, I was thinking <laughs> about that because I really kind of took it personally, like when you said oh, that. And then and then I thought, well, you know what? You know what? Vin Scully was in his prime when he was my age and he lasted mm-hmm. another 35 years. And I, you could argue that he was better as he got older. So I'm going to take that approach and, uh, and and try to model my life after the great Vin Scully. Uh, it actually inspired me. So your negative comments about my, my age actually inspired me. So thank you. It's not intended that way. <laughs> Certainly not. But I mean, I don't know. It, it's all working because it's making me smile, which is all, uh, you know, we really need here. And well, well done to you making me just feel like a real piece of shit like I should. So that's just what I am. Uh, what do you think here? Uh, Mets, Reds, any, any leans, any... You know, I have the uh, – they're going to open with Law, who isn't very good. He's 7% worse than average. But then I have – and I don't know if I'm right about this. I have a guy that actually behind the scenes, and I want to give him a shout-out. His name's Guido. He does all my pitching rotation stuff. He's usually right on the money on it. Uh, And he's got Ben Lively. We've got Ben Lively in as the bulk guy. Uh, Ben Lively pitched a little bit for Philadelphia. His pitches must not have been that lively. Because he mm. went over to Korea and pitched in Korea, but this is one of those things where you have like a projection for a guy, and I my numbers like the projections. I I use the ATC numbers. Uh, that that was a switch from Steamer for pitchers uh, to ATC this year, but I mean that's what they are. They're projections. So projection wise, I have the Mets at minus one twenty eight, and that would 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 lead you to believe, hey, maybe play the Reds. But I kind of stay away from these games. And there's another game. Uh, it's the Texas-Oakland game, too, where the same type of situation where mm-hmm. you have a, a first-time starter or a guy with limited data. And it's just a matter of yeah. what you want to do with it. And, and for me, 
you know, I've said this probably at least 10 times on the show, but it worth, it's worth repeating again. Uh, you know, there's 2,400 plus games on the MLB schedule. And if you don't have data on somebody, that's probably a good idea to pass and, and bet another game. But I know people have different approaches for this, guys. Yeah, agreed. And look, uh, I'm taking a swing here on the Nerfy. We're going to be doing some little things here at BetUS with those. So I kind of want to play around with it a little bit. Again, there's another one of my uh, OnlyFans classics. But uh, Jason says the price, you know, could be a little better. But I'll take the plus money here. I'm going to take in the words of base winner. I'm taking the easy way out. Let's get this bet done nice and early. Should be done here in about a half an hour. Get a winner while we're on the show as possible. We might get a winner while we're on the show today. I'm taking the Nerfy. No runs first inning. Mets, Reds, plus 105. You can lock that in our next game. 961-962. Looks like a good pitching matchup on paper. We've got the Padres and Darvish. Aubert and the Twins. The French Restaurant. Minus 118 to the Padres. Plus 108 to the Twins. Total sitting here at 8. Juiced a little bit to the under. At minus 115. When I back the Padres base winner, I prefer it to be Musgrove or Darvish on the mound. It can get a little dicey with that rotation. I know Seth Lugo hasn't been terrible for them. Bailey O'Bear has been pitching out of his mind. It's the best he's looked. I know it's a small sample size early on. But uh, I think I'm leaning your direction. What do you say here, Padres twins? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Padres. That's going to be the first leg of, of the base winner parlay. It's actually my only... Uh, official play of the day in any event on the card. Uh, I'm going to go with Padres Giants parlay, but uh, I think there's some value here with Darvish. I don't, I'm not really that bullish on him. Actually, I've got him 26.8 strikeout percentage and that's good. That's in the 85th percentile. Uh, He does pretty okay. I guess on, on ISO allowed, he's at 0.152 55th percentile. So better than league average, but I only have him 8% better than league average in my ratings. Uh, Bailey Ober. I, I don't really Ober. I guess is how you pronounce it. Uh, I don't really I just have do that. I just do that. It could be over. I have no idea. I just well, say Ober. I can't help it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I. I always thought it was over, but I could. I could be wrong. I've got him four percent right. worse than than an average pitcher. I think we get a, an edge. My my numbers still like Padres. Uh, they have their fifth in baseball from an offensive standpoint. Uh, Twins, I have nineteenth versus right-handed pitching, and uh, looking over his numbers, he's twenty-five point five strikeout percentage, and that's pretty decent. It's an upper quartile. Uh, but his ISO allowed is concerning 0.174 puts him in a lower, lower quartile. And, uh, so hopefully uh, in this game, the Padres will get a couple balls over the fence guys. Oh, look at that pro move. And look, I do have to say over Ober has been good against righties in my two, two, uh, year sample size. So he profiles well with a 14% advantage. You Darvish, a 3% advantage, 632 to 506 in terms of weighted OPS. Someone asked about a nerfy in this game, and it certainly makes sense in terms of the pitching matchup, but those are the ones that I tend to stay away from when they're way too obvious. Like, okay, this is, and you're not going to get a great number on it. I feel like Jason would back me on. You're probably going to get a minus number on this and a minus number you don't like. What do you think here? Uh, pod, you back in the Padres here? Are we going a little bit with the dog here? I know you're the dog catcher on the show and the Twins. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Padres here today. I've liked the uh, Padres the last couple of days. They didn't come through in uh, in extra innings, but uh, yeah, you mentioned we might get a winner on the show. 
one of us is going to get a winner at least because I just bet the yes score on the the Mets uh, Reds so... game. I oh, laid okay. one thirty five though, so one of us. Terrible have... price. Terrible yeah. price. What a it wasn't a t- let's see. I mean, I, I I'll be honest. I was mostly just saying I just wanted some action because yeah, yeah. That's what one of us has to get a winner oh, here yeah. and <clears throat> look at me ca- carrying up the back. But uh, yeah, I guess one thirty is probably the cutoff if you're looking to to jump in and you want to bet it at one thirty or less right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, completely agree here. And look, I think I lean you guys here. I'm not buying. This Bailey O'Bear nonsense, you know, this 098. I think he's got an ERA under one so far. It's something ridiculous. What is it? Yeah, an 098 ERA. He's just been abs- just he's looked fantastic. He's been the best pitcher. Well, Sonny Gray. Uh, but he's been, you know, one of the top pitchers in the American League so far. It's very strange. I expect it to regress. I like how Darvish profiles against the twins here. I agree with you guys. So we're locking in on this game. We've got the money line minus 118 for, for Jason. And base winner is locking in the Padres money line as the first leg of his two pick base winner parlay today. Our next game, 957, 958. We got Rasmussen versus Herman, minus 118 to the Rays, plus 108 to the Yankees. Total sitting at eight and a half. Pick him either way at minus 110. Jason, what do we think here? Is Herman to take a word out of base winners? Cool bag. Is Herman the Mon today, or are you back in Rasmussen in the race? I was close to back in the race today. Uh, this Yankees lineup, I know Judge is back, but it still just doesn't feel like a Yankees lineup. There's a lot of outs. I know Volpe got his first career grand slam yesterday. Cool. But uh, this feels like a race spot to me. What do you think? Yeah, I like the race today. Uh, another getaway day game here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's mostly for me, Rasmussen. I'm, I'm pretty high on him. I think he's one of the... Uh, the, the better pitchers in, in that rotation and the uh, the Rays did another another great job kind of pulling him out of nowhere he wasn't on my radar till the Rays got him and all of a sudden he's he's a guy I like to watch pitch so I'll be watching that game yeah look I have both pitchers profiling pretty similar base winner but more importantly ever since we talked about you Darvish now I can't help thinking we're like kids in school like I think of a survivor song I'm high on you. And then they just do it all the time. Or, you know, so every time you is used in a song, you point at you. I, I, I don't know. I can think of all these things I could do with you, Darvish. Uh, and no, that is not a title on my OnlyFans page. But what do we think here? Raise Yankees. Oh, no, you did a good job on the Survivor rendition, though. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really well done. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, like, with the raps, like, there's there's one coming up that there's a, there's a chorus in that rap. I'm going to have to have you do the chorus because you, you can hit the high notes. Uh, a lot better than I can. Not that's, as well as I used to, I'll tell you. Yeah, for certain. Well, this it was the whiskey thing. We we talked about that on the show. Yeah, the, the Pappy's the, whiskey the, burned my burned it. One hundred fifty dollars shot of Pappy's whiskey burned my vocal cords forever. I think it was worth it. And you, well, I don't know because you know how many times you're gonna have to sing sing uh, on the bass winner rap. Now you you never really took that that's into true. Did you? I really didn't. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. planning my future very well. Uh, I tend to do those sort of things. You, you mean you weren't planning your future around the basement of rap? I mean, <laughs> which just that? seems ignorant and stupid, really. What was I yeah, doing? Exactly. Uh, mm. As far as this game goes, uh, Tampa Bay and the Yankees, I've got it at minus 105. So right at the market, uh, I've, I've got this is this is where like the model and, and really kind of looking at the weather uh, kind of conflict a little bit. Modeling wise runs, I've got 7.9. 
It looks like there's going to be some weather out there, unseasonably warm in, mm -hmm. in New York City. And actually, I think it'll be warmer there than it will be here in, in, in Scottsdale. We're, we're, it's unseasonably cool here, which I'm not complaining about. But uh, game time temperature looking at 77 degrees, uh, wind Perfect. blowing out. And I, I do something with artificial intelligence uh, regarding weather. I've got a and and I've got runs projected as 17 and a half percent greater than an average game at this stadium. So, you know, you look at at, at Herman, and while you might say that his strikeout percentage, he's been the mon in that department. He's at 27.3 percent, 86 percentile. This is where it gets kind of interesting for this game because you have a, a 0.1. Uh, let's hold on. He's 0.187 ISO allowed. 13th percentile versus the Tampa Bay team. We talked about this. They're sitting around 140 weighted runs created plus. So maybe this is the game when we talk about our home run prop. Uh, we take it. We take a Tampa Bay guy. I think Jason can probably help us out with that. It seems like uh, he's the expert, uh, maybe the worldwide expert on Marlins and Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, so glad to have him as far as like when the home run uh, yeah. prop comes up uh, later in the show. But uh, uh, I don't, I'm not going to make any play on this, but I, I will say this, and I love him every time Herman comes in the rotation, because Rays, to be the men, you got to beat the mon. Woo! <laughs> there we go, a little Rick Flair. Look, see, you're hip. See, I give you crap for you know while you're away, but I mean, come on. I mean, just you're pretty hip, Mark. Well, nice, well, nicely Rick done. Rick Flair's hip. He's I mean, you can be old and hip, I guess. You know, Rick Flair's 20 years old. Rick Flair's the coolest dude on the planet. I mean. Plain and simple, he's still until the day he dies. He's cooler than Mick Jagger. He's cooler than all of them. Ric Flair is the man in this first game. Yeah, I I agree with you guys. I like the Rays here. Uh, the Yankees do not profile great. Only a 6.38 weighted OPS and 28 career appearances, only six hits. When you take Herman, there's 64 career plate appearances by the projected lineup today. 16 to 64. The weighted OPS just one point higher, so it's pretty close. But for me, I think Rasmussen exponentially the better pitcher here. I'm not big on Domingo Herman. I like the Rays here, and we're locking that in for spread here at minus 118 on the money line for the show in this game. Let's go to the last game on the docket, 953, 954. We've got Alex – is it Alex Cobb? Yeah, it's Alex Cobb on the mound for the Giants. I always get him and Logan Webb backwards. We've got Tyler Henry on the mound for the Diamondbacks, minus 145 of the Giants, plus 130 to the Diamondbacks. Total sitting at 9.5. Minus 105 to the over, minus 115 to the under. Base winner, let's start with you here. I know we're all fans of the Giants today. You like the Giants. I like the Giants. Weird game yesterday. Uh, I did a different approach. I, I know oftentimes I'll do a double result, but the bullpen had to pitch quite a bit yesterday. Sean Manea, we haven't talked a lot about him, but he is quickly turning into the new Patrick Corbin, Matt Harvey. Sean Manea is absolutely terrible. And he got shelled yesterday, so he's six and a third from the Giants' bullpen yesterday after he was shelled by Washington. So that's why I kind of focused on the first five because I don't know what kind of shape that bullpen's in today. Talk me through it, Giants' D-back space winner. Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea to uh, to, to maybe take the bullpen out be, because of that. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't I didn't take that into consideration. I'm going to make it a full play and make it the second leg of the base winner parlay. Uh, this is a good parlay, guys. At San Diego, San Francisco. If both teams win, it play it pays plus two eleven, 
And I think we got a good chance on this one, guys. Uh, you look at Alex Cobb and you say, well, strikeout percentage is nothing too impressive. 21.3, but it's still better than Tommy Boy Henry. And, and I'll get to him in, in just a second. But uh, his, uh, his strikeout percentage is 15.3. But this is where it's super interesting for Alex Cobb, because I don't think you would have guessed this. The best pitcher in baseball from an ISO power allowed is Alex Cobb. He's even better than Max Fried, Spencer Strider, uh, Framber Valdez, Justin Field, and Shohei. So I don't wow. think that a lot of people would know that. And uh, that factors into this, this calculation. I've got the Giants uh, minus 158. And I think we get a, an advantage offensively a little bit. I mean, I have the, the Giants 19th uh, versus lefties, but I have the Diamondbacks 23rd versus righties. Uh, one of the things I thought was also interesting in this game is if you look at ISO power uh, offensively this year, you would think, well, Tampa Bay is pretty good. And, and, and they sure are. They're number one. Then you'd say, well, the Dodgers are pretty good and, and they're number two. And then you'd say, well, probably the Braves and they're number three. But would you say the Giants are number four in baseball, ISO power offensively? I wouldn't have thought that. And uh, that they are. And if you look at uh, from a team standpoint, late night Lamont Wade, ISO power 271 over 128 plate appearances. So it's getting to the point where or that's uh, a, a dependable number, or getting there at least. Jock Peterson, uh, 225 ISO power. So good offense, uh, offensive numbers there uh, so far this year for the Giants, and I'm going to go ahead and take them as the second leg of the parlay, guys. There we go. Spread, what do you think here? Are, are you poo-pooing on it and telling us it's an underdog Diamondbacks day with Tommy Boy Henry, which I love the reference? Or are you backing us? No, I don't us? mind it. I, I think there's a lot of good reasons to take the Giants. Giants are... Uh, you know, if if you like baseball, you like baseball analytics. There's certain organizations that kind of stand out. The way they do things, the Rays, the Guardians, even the Astros. Um, the Giants kind of fit that profile. If you're if you're into, you know, they might they might not have the the sexiest names, but they they get guys. Right. And you know, it's like who's that first baseman? Oh, he was playing in Korea last year, and all of a sudden he has yeah. you know ten home runs and. It's, they, they do crazy stuff like that. So they're fun to watch. I don't mind watching the Giants. It's usually good competitive baseball. I'm I'm okay with that pick today. No poo-poo from me. No poo-poo from me. And look, they are good. He, he brings up a good point. Uh, and they've been doing this for the last several years. They're good at platooning, right? When you bring out a righty, they're going to bring out a series of lefties who are good at hitting righties or righties, et cetera. So they're good at kind of matching up. You're right. None of the big names. I guess the – I think the biggest name is Big C Jock. I, I, you know, I call him Big Rooster Jock, you know, and when you see him on MLB The Show, they, they certainly do him justice. By the way, shout out to Eric Haas for the Detroit. If you're playing MLB The Show and you go up to bat with Eric Haas, it's very hard to stay focused on the pitch. That's all I'm going to say. I'll let you guys turn it on and see for yourself, or maybe I'll send a screenshot so you guys uh, <laughs> so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But it gets in the way. I, I don't know if he's got a huge cup on in the game or what's going on there, but, but things just get out of hand. When Eric Haas bats, that's all I got to say. He's up there clubbing. Why did I know that was an innuendo? I thought, I, I, I mean, gosh. I, I just seen it last night, and I was just like, by the way, what is happening? I can't even swing the bat right now. I mean, I could swing the bat. And there's just so many references here. But nonetheless, uh, look, the Giants, the third worst ERA in terms of team bullpen in baseball. Their, baseball, their bullpen pitched a ton yesterday after a bad outing by Manea. But I do like the starting pitching advantage today. Tommy Henry profiles as the second highest weighted OPS against the 
opposing lineup today. I think the Giants get it done early. Alex Cobb able to hold down this Diamondbacks lineup. So for those reasons, I took the Giants run line in the first five innings, minus 0.5 in the first five at minus 105, locking that in. And base winners locking in the Giants as the second leg of his base winner parlay with the Padres. And that pays plus 212. So a nice base winner parlay for us today. Now it's everyone's favorite time. We remind you, if you got any questions about the show, about today's card, about life, about love, just ask in the in the, uh, in the chat box there, and we'll do our best to get to it. If we don't get to your question, it's because we run out of time and we have too many questions. It's not on purpose. We appreciate all your questions. And don't forget to hit that like button. I don't even see 20 likes right now, and that's just going to upset me. You guys know I start to get upset when there's not at least 20 likes in there. So let's get those likes up. Let's head to our first question of the day. Shout out to the guys behind the scenes, by the way, making this easy for me. Julian's a man. I mean, he just takes care of it, makes it so easy for me on the side. So it looks like I'm just... I'm just remembering everything and remembering everyone's questions, but it's all the great people behind the scenes that make this thing go. Mark Holmes asked, best underdog of the day. I mean, Jason, we got to start with you. Who's the dog of the day? For me, who's the dog of the day? Dog Let of me day. see. I didn't bet any dogs today. Um, it's, it's, it's a very unusual situation, obviously partially due to the, uh, to the small card, but, yeah, let me see if I could find one. Um, I mean, is it the White Sox? The slight dogs against I don't Singer like, and the Royals? I don't like the Reds. I almost bet the Royals, actually. I like Brady Singer a lot. Um, okay. Oakland plus 220. I mean, oh. like, that's not, like, <laughs> you're going to know in, like, two minutes into that game whether <laughs> yeah. or not you're you're in it. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. if you are in it, they might, like, Oakland might score a couple runs early, and you're still not in it, so... I can't yeah. really advocate that game. And then I bet San Diego, which, by the way, has been getting bet all morning, and mm-hmm. the Rays. Um, so no dogs for me today. I can't, can't rightfully find a dog. If I had to, I'd take Oakland, but I think you're just throwing money away there. But Yeah, it's tough. I think, I think personally, I would leave, like, I think Brady Singer is just dog crap on the mound. I think he's got an ERA over eight. He's terrible in my view. I don't like Clevenger either. But I think I'd lean the White Sox. What say you, B-Dub? And by the way, start getting nervous, Jason, because our duel starts in like 10 minutes. Are you getting yeah, nervous? Yeah, I can't wait. I'm hoping we're still on the air so I can, I can celebrate. Oh, God, I'm getting nervous, too. I need this win. I need it in my bones. Let's go. You guys want me to filibuster so the game can can start? <laughs> yeah, and I can just watch <laughs> I mean, I happens. could. I, I, no, I, yeah. I won't. For the sake of everybody. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that the, the – uh, uh, best dog on the card, really the only dog that I would advocate would, would be Oakland. Um, and it, it kind of brings up the, uh, the Hogan Harris idea, not Hogan's heroes. And, okay. uh, I mean, I, you guys ever watch Hogan's heroes? Of course. I never did, but oh. I remember like they would come up, it would come up on WTBS mm-hmm. and I remember the theme. So I'll try to try to do the theme here. I love the theme, but my mom, remember this from Hogan's Heroes. My mom would be like, if you're watching Hogan's Heroes, I've got something you can do around the house. So like scramble out of there and be like, I'm not watching Hogan's Heroes. So anyway, this guy, like it's a projection. It's a good projection from ATC. Uh, the ATC project, projection has him 11% better than average. Uh, how that works out is they've got a 24.7 strikeout percentage uh, for Hogan Harris. 
hard to say. And then uh, ISO power at 0.141, which is better than league average. And so by those projections, I have him better than Eovaldi in this spot. And I'm not that down on the Oakland bullpen. I, I think that they're, and this is really controversial, uh, better in this particular spot than the Texas bullpen. I don't like that Texas bullpen. And uh, they almost got torched yesterday, but uh, they were able to hold on. Uh, so that's that's it. That uh, uh, the 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 Oakland A's would be the only one I would play. But I I've I've made it a a point this year that if you don't have a lot of data on these guys, just pass it. Yeah, and I I will say just uh, playing devil's advocate, Oakland so far this year, their bullpen has the worst ERA in baseball, six eight seven. Texas at three seven eight. So I know it's a smaller sample size. We're only you know thirty games in or whatever, but. Uh, Right now, it's a full three runs, and I don't like the Texas bullpen either, but I just oh, think so, the A's are so just I'll, terrible. I want to come back to that because it's like I think it needs a little bit of that explanation. So like, what are you okay. – what the hell, base winner? And if, right. if, if you look at uh, Zach G. Jackson, his um, strikeout percentage, 31%. Uh, they've got a guy this, – this might be a, a favorite of yours, uh, Kyle. Uh, Richard Lovelady. Mm, uh, I, love, I love me some dick Lovelady. So yeah, so like okay, those guys are, are pretty decent. I'm not I'm not a big fan of, of Mole and Austin Pruitt, but like they have uh, the highest guy uh, in the Texas bullpen from a from a strikeout percentage is uh, Leclerc, and he's at point three oh seven. Yeah. So I mean, you just kind of shake it out and 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 you look at at some of the. I mean, it's it's just basically taking strikeout percentage last one fifty and projected ISO power. And I, I like the Oakland bullpen better, guys. There we go. Uh, this is an interesting stat. If true, again, I haven't verified this, but I think we can trust trust Scott. Sometimes they give us some wonky stats out in the chat box, and you got to be sure. But Mike Clevenger, undefeated in 14 career appearances against the Royals with 13 starts, posting a 9-0 record and a 1-9-8 ERA. So that's kind of an interesting trend. So the Royals are due. Royals are due to kick the living crap out of him today. <laughs> Wait, what's, how many is it again? It says 14 appearances and 13 starts and a 9-0 and record. I, I don't know. I think they're doing. screwing with you, dude. I don't know. You guys yeah, know. They, they, they got this. I hope they win just so they could be like, you can beat me 14 times in a row. But nobody, nobody beats me 15 Absolutely. times in a row. <laughs> That's right. Nobody beats me 15 times in a row. Uh, our next question it's for you, Jason. Best reading book for sports betting. And this is all you because I don't read books, period. So, Best reading book for sports betting. Like like a book about sports betting or like something that helps you. I don't know. I got to like look around. There's a lot of books, but I got to think about that. Um, yeah. I know movie. It's two for the money. I mean, you get yourself some Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. When you watch no, two the for best, the money, the best gambling movies. Best gambling movies are uh, The Gambler, the the one with James Caan, and uh, uh, California Split with Elliot Gould. Those are that's those good. are the movies. Yeah, but uh, books. Two for the money. I watched Two for the Money, and I negotiated this contract when I was a contractor, and it was the most confident I ever. I just went and said, "You're giving me this, you're giving me that, and this is how it's going to be." And they're like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Dude, Two for the Money." Just, I just love it. I want anytime I need to be pumped up, I get a little Two for the Money action. I have to think about that. It's a tough question. Gambling books. I have a lot of books behind me. Most of them are not about gambling, but uh, let me think about that for a couple questions. 
I would say any kind of book that explains like methods, like we talked about the Kelly system yesterday, something like that, where it explains the methods and the benefit, the pros and the cons of would be something, but I don't fortune's know formula. Speaking of the Kelly system, fortune's formula is about the, the John Kelly and the MIT guys who created the Kelly system and all that good stuff. That's a good book. Fortune's formula. I learned a lot about uh, from that. There you go. Mental See what not. D-Dub, what's your favorite sport? Do you have one? Does, like I'm lost on this question. So as far as books go, yeah, you're asking me. Yeah, I think that, and, and I'm serious about this. I think it's must read. Ted Williams, The Science of Hitting. Uh, mm. It's a wonderful book. He talks about his approach, and he was really ahead of his time. Talked about launch angle back, and I think this book was published in the late '60s. My dad has a first edition that has to go to the base winner. Uh, in the will. Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to be super upset about it. Uh, and, and it was really a cool book. I read it the first time I read it. I was about 10 years old and they have like a graph on the on the uh, on the on the cover of the book about where the ball location was and uh, uh, Ted Williams batting average in each part of the of, of the of the strike zone. And it was really cool. But, uh, you know, you can learn so much about handicapping by reading this book. I would wholeheartedly recommend it because uh, he talks so much about plate discipline, getting the right pitch to hit, how hard it is to get a hit in baseball and comparing it to other sports. I, I, that, that, to me, that's must read, guys. Said Ted Williams, The Science of Hitting. Splendid splinter, one of my favorite players of all time and probably the second greatest hitter of all time behind, of course, the great Barry Bonds, our next question from DeMonte Jarman. What do you guys think about Texas in the A's game? Of course, we talked about this. Big favorites for Eovaldi, minus 240, plus 200 for the A's. I don't know about you guys. And look, I think Eovaldi's probably better than this Zach Neal or whatever his name is starting for the A's. But I don't know if I can ever back Eovaldi as a minus 240 favorite. What say you, base winner? Well, yeah, we talked about Hogan here. Hogan's hero uh, being the starter. Uh, for the A's, and uh, I, I think you got to play the A's here. I don't, I don't think you, you lay minus two forty. With, with I, I'm not convinced on Texas. You know, I'm glad we have Jason on this, Jason on the show today, because I want to get his take on Texas, because I do not like him. Seems like I'm playing against Texas all the time. So I'll throw it over to Jason. And Jason, do you have any kind of like, oh, strong opinion on Texas or weak opinion or any, any, any I idea? Do. I'm glad you asked. Um, let me load my numbers real quick but i think uh with the grom i think i think there's two 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 things i want to point out one they haven't had Degrom and seager at 100 percent, so they're doing this without the guys they spent you know all their money on or two-thirds of their money on but so far through through you know 30 games or so of the season the rangers five and one against last year's world series teams they're ten and three against teams that made the postseason last year, and they're down two of their best three players, or you know, two out of the best three players have been out for the last month. So you really can't ask them to be playing much better, you know, than all so that now, stuff. They're, they're, I'm saying, I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is they're ahead of of where you know they're going places, and they're they're ahead of where they've they they're going. Like it took the Orioles six years to to get to kind of this level. So now I will ask you what literally might be a million dollar question. Do you think that they will continue to, to do this or, or do you see regression for them? They should be all right. I mean, I think, I think they're probably like, I, I know you think the angels are probably like the second best team in the, the division. 
but they're they're probably a better all around team than the Angels. I just don't think the Angels, you know, like they can't win. Like they could beat up on the Marlins or, you know, even the St. Louis Cardinals. They went and swept them, but but I just don't. I I still don't think they could put together good wins. The the Rangers team, like I said, they've shown you they could put together good wins and beat good teams. So I expect them to remain competitive. I mean, they have a they have a bunch of smart people in the front office who came over from the Dodgers. So you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see them maintain it's, their competitiveness. It's almost like there's a super handsome guy with a really successful OnlyFans page that took him to win the AOS at eight to one to start the year. I don't know who he is, but I heard he's really, really handsome. Yeah, That's you might be you might be on to something there. I mean if if there's gonna be in every every year there's usually like one big upset. I don't know if you can quantify that the Rays is necessarily being an upset in the AL East, right. but it could be the Rangers this year. They're yeah. I might have just jinxed their whole season. They're probably all going to fall from – they're going to all get, like, shingles, and they're going to have to play replacement players or something. I don't know. Um, we have an important distinction in the chat box. Shout out to Badger Sports Service. Clevenger lost to the Royals on July 25th, 2023 3-2. He just didn't get the decision, but he was – he did lose. Hey, Kyle, those are legit stats. The guy's not – he's not trying to jerk you around. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what he I mean. Is. He's, he's like – he's 9-0. He's 9-0. and uh against the Royals. It looks like at Coffin Stadium is strikeout to walk five five point eight three. That's that's mm. impressive. So I don't like Clevenger. I would have to I can't play. stand I, my I, Clevenger, but nonetheless. I think there's some there are some issues there personally with him, but I, I Yeah, I don't I'm not big on woman beaters to be honest. Yeah. I, women, I'm not cool with you. And I and I'll call you out on the show and, and, and say that and, you're and a bad I, I want to be that's careful just how I am. That because I know what happened with uh oh the guy that pitched for the uh, Trevor Bauer. I thought oh, he yeah. had a raw deal. So you got to be careful before you know what's going on. But there's there's allegations about him. But I, I personally, the reason I don't like him is the guy that looks like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. And it's really hard for me to bet on mm. Alfred E. Newman. Okay. Uh, but but for in this particular in this particular matchup, uh, we're talking about the Royals. I, I would bet the Royals if I had to do that, guys. Uh, let's get to our next question of the day from John Reyes. The three best plays of the day, which will be for you. I think I'm so I guess he's asking for the three best plays. Of course, it's a very limited card, so it's tough. I, I we're gonna go over the best bets at the end of the show. I do like the Giants. Uh of course we have the nerfy battle going on like any second now. I don't know if that gets started. started. Okay, and I'm and I'm about to win a win a bet here, hopefully, uh on the show. And Jason took the juice. This is the horrible price. Well, I took a fantastic plus 105 price. Um, and I think I'd be with them on the Padres as well. B-Dub, uh, I know that's tough on a six-game card. Three best plays of the day. Oh, the first two are easy for me. The Padres and the Giants, the base winner mm-hmm. parlay. The, and the third, I would, gosh, I'd probably take the A's on the run line. You might even be able to get plus money on that. Um, that's how I would do it, guys. Uh, you actually can plus one and a half at plus one twenty five right now at BetUS. Damn. So uh, that's that's interesting. Uh, what say you, Jason? Three best plays of the day. I just like the two, the Rays and the Padres. There's there you go. Not a third one. Yeah, and, and look, you don't have to force a third play. You know, I'm sort of forcing this nerfing, which I'm glad I did. Uh, but you know, base winner says it all the time, and he says it perfectly. There's you know twenty six hundred games. There's plenty of games to play. You don't have to force it. 
2430 to be exact. And I miss it all the time too. It's hard for me to remember. I've I've said it yeah. a million times and sometimes yeah. I'm sometimes I say 2460 for whatever reason. But there's it's 2430. That's the actual number. There's a ton. There's a ton. Um, our next question from our boy Ed Blust. And this is to you, Base Winner. Just curious, how did Base Winner get his nickname? How'd you get the nickname Base Winner? So that's an interesting question. I, I appreciate that question. I'll be I'll be quick about it because it's a pretty quick answer. I, I had a, a website when I first started doing this. I think it was 2007 or 2008. It was baseball-winners.com because I couldn't get baseballwinnersalloneword.com. Somebody else had already got it. So I was talking to my brother and I was saying, we got to check out my site. And so then he calls me a couple months later. He's like, how's the base winner going? And I'm like, wait a second, that's not the site, but I, I like the name. And so I went with base winner and it, and it kind of stuck. And I, I personally like it uh, a lot. And, and you guys can call me base winner. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate being called base winner as opposed to my, my real name. And when Gil, I mean, let me just tell this story. Cause it's, it's an, it's a, it's, it's a true Love story. It. It's an interesting one. Um, I was on Gil Alexander. He he does a VSIN uh, show, and and Jason knows Gil as well. He's he's been on Gil's show uh, numerous times. And uh, anyway, I've been on the show probably for five or six years. And and they're out. He's out with a spring training game. And there was another guy in the industry, and he's he's introducing me. He's like, "This is my good friend, Base Winner." And I'm like, "Gil, I don't think you know what my my real name is." You know? <laughs> he insists that he does, but I don't think he did. I love that. Uh, I absolutely love that. Uh, that's how he, I was. I was picturing like a twelve-year-old, you know, base winner in junior high, and he's trying to get to first base or second base for the first time, and his buddies have a competition for a milkshake, and they, you know, they meet at the speakeasy to to talk about it or however that works. Wow, it all comes that's back nice. to innuendo for you. <laughs> Even I, I just it. had to. Wow. I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. It's because my mom didn't take prenatals. I told you this. I told you this. It's really not my fault. Um, our next question comes from Kevin McCabe. It's our last question of the day. We might have time for one more. I see I see one in there, which I think is an interesting question. Uh, this comes from Kevin McCabe. Any AAA plays today, Jason? You're the AAA man. I don't know a single team playing in AAA. Not a single I am one. still working on AAA. The lines come out right about when we start the show. So um, I, haven't, I haven't got a chance to go through it yet. But I do like Gwinnett. It looks like Gwinnett uh, Stripers. That's... Uh, Hmm. That the Braves AAA team, Mike Soroka, is making a rehab start today. Always nice to look at, at rehab start pitchers there. Um, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City's got Bobby Miller pitching, so I'm a little interested in them. But I uh, haven't, haven't got a full chance to go through uh, AAA. I usually do that after the show. There we go. Let's wrap it up with this question here because I do like this question. In Europe, it comes from Daryl Turner in the chat box, and then we'll go on to our best bets. In your opinion, who wins more championships over the next five years? Patrick Mahomes? Shohei Otani, Connor Babard, or Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. I mean, it's obvious. It's I, I don't know that. I haven't been practicing that name enough. Uh, I mean, it's Mahomes, right? Otani's probably not even going to win one. I don't know who Connor Bibard is. Who's Connor Bibard? NHL. Just the okay, yeah. number one prospect. Okay, yeah, probably not because hockey's just weird, and teams come back from three zero, and there's no home ice advantage. I don't know. Hockey's just one day we're going to look back hockey it's going to be the weirdest social experiment of all time like we have guys skating around on swords and when there's a dispute we allow them to fight on the ice just very dangerous the whole thing is very dangerous uh what do you think who would i, I say patrick mahomes what do you yeah i think you gotta go with mahomes that's the easy answer 
Yeah. What do you think? I, I do. You know, hockey's an interesting sport, Kyle. Uh, I, I handicapped it for a couple of years. I was actually really good at it. I was good at it. I, I was, and, and then I stopped doing it. And people said, well, basically, why'd you, why'd you stop doing hockey? I could not watch it. It was so grueling to watch the puck bounce around in front of the net. I played a bunch of unders. Like, I, and I could have just got lucky for two years had I had to you know, run a variance on it. Uh, but I, it was just really tough for me to watch because that puck going in there is just like, oh, gosh, I, I think that that I made the right choice uh, because it was it was bad, I think, for me physically and emotionally watching that board, guys. Look, if you got like the Boston Bruins in the playoffs and you go to like one of those Boston themed bars, that's a lot of fun. A playoff hockey game in a Boston themed bar is rowdy. It's wild. They're screaming, especially if you start cheering for the other team. That's even more fun. You know, you get because I love pissing off Bostonian fans because I just think they're all terrible. I'm just anti Boston fans and Philly fans. But, uh, oh, Puck Winner does have a ring to it, Ed Bluss says. Puck Winner. Yeah, I, I won some awards, actually, for handicapping NHL. I would never do it again. It was just, it's, it's just, I did, yeah. Uh, but okay. but it's just, I, I can't, I, I, I've got to, like, I really love watching baseball. I like the pace of the game, and I, I think it's actually better with the pitch clock right now. Uh, one thing about, I just want to talk about the NHL fans, though, particularly the female fans. They are super attractive here in Phoenix. In fact, if you were to rank the fans, it's NHL, MLB, no, NHL, NBA, MLB, and then NFL. At least here at the local market. Wow, interesting. And look, we got another. I would follow Puck Winner for sure. So I don't know. We might have we might have a full identity change happening here mid season uh, over to Puck Winner, which will confuse everyone. Like, wait, Puck Winner on the baseball show, and then base winner on the hockey show all sorts of weird things happening a real freaky friday situation uh going on there thank you guys for all your questions of course tomorrow during the q a we'll have the base winner wrap let's go over our best bets i'm not forgetting that today e-dub the base winner parlay today padres and giants that's at plus 212 i'm on this nerfy oh my goodness is that like happening right now has it happened yeah one uh, out man on second bottom of the first bottom oh of the first we've here we oh, yeah, one out, games. one out, man on second. I mean, it's 50-50. Oh god! You know what no, the the run? Spencer Steer on the mound. Uh, you can see spreads on the Padres minus one eighteen and the Rays minus one eighteen. Guys, question keep... over to Jason real fast, so we can yeah, we let's can keep stay. it here. Let's keep it here. We can stay, Jason. Any the team future that you like the best to in a positive way, not not in a negative way. Uh, the the Guardians to win the NL cent- uh, AL Central, like over that two to lineup one. Stinks. I, uh, well, not, yeah, they're not fine. The lineup. That pit, that pitching staff stinks. Outside of Bieber, I mean Quantrill. They're fine. Well, I, I won't be on the show maybe. tomorrow, but Yuri Perez is pitching for uh, for the Marlins, making his MLB debut. I'm very Check excited about that. He's, he's six outs. eight. He uh, he's probably one of the best pitching prospects in baseball. So that that should be exciting tomorrow. We, we have a lefty up at Jack Fraley. I do think we should stay here. I think we have a little bit of time. I'll, I'll look in the chat box. Or I'll look in our private messages here to see if we run, wrap it run up. expectancy for a guy on second base with two outs is still over 30%. So uh, this is, this is very, very scary. You know, while we're waiting for this to happen, I've been meaning to ask you guys. So I need some advice here. Cause this happens to me all the time, especially like my girlfriend has friends and the girls will talk and they'll be talking to you. How the hell do you get, what do you do? What's your trick? 
to get out of a conversation where you no longer care what they say, you no longer want to speak, but they just keep talking and talking and talking. And you've stopped listening. You don't care anymore. You have no idea what they're talking about, but they won't stop. How the hell do you get out of a conversation you don't want to be in? Do you do it rude? Is there a delicate way to do it? I need some help with it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, this is where you know, I, I always counsel people and say, don't take your phone with you when you go out because it's going to get you in trouble with your wife. But in this case, if you have the phone with you, you could always like feign and like, oh, wow, my phone's buzzing here. Got to go. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. That's that's good. That's good. That is really it's not good. As good as this, though. If you have somebody that you want to get you're talking to them on your cell phone or, or you're talking to them on a, on a landline. Uh, you want to get rid of them. You say, I'm for sure. Break it up. Break it up. And I'm on a landline. And then you, and then, and then, and then they get it. They, when you hang up on them, they're like, oh, this guy was on a landline. And he hung up on me. Said his landline was breaking up. Well, maybe he didn't want to talk to me. Jonathan India on second, two outs, three balls, one strike to Fraley. I'm not even watching it. I just I'm see just the live I'm just watching the game cast. Yeah, I'm I win. Just doing the- I win. You lose. Wait, what? I was so anticlimactic. I just oh watched the live bet. I'm, I have a, I have the live bet feed, and I see it. I see it go blank. I know the ball's in play, and then the score goes one nothing. Thanks for playing. Son of a bitch! Are you? I'm still looking at three and one right here. Yeah, that? and you oh, waited, and, you, and that's worse. the worst. Is you had to wait for the two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and I mean bottom of the first, and you get smoked. I mean, that's why. That's how they the get you. Is the whole you get the whole the, the excitement and the brain and the dopamine receptors and then boom I come and smash you just like I that. was just about ready to talk so much shit too like they were it was two outs I was just Jack sitting here, I was just sitting here cool Fraley? as a cucumber telling you the run expectancies Jake uh, Fraley no no and spelled differently than Ace Fraley from the band Kiss Oh yes Kiss and uh, you know that's, that's on that note we're gonna end it I'm a loser. The returning champions, a winner. Oh, and there's the uh, – oh, there's another hit. They're, the Reds are just out here saying, hold my beer. Let me ruin your day. Uh, but we remind you, head over to betustv.com slash odds, follow along, slash join to create an account. We certainly appreciate you all watching. Enjoy the small limited baseball card. At least your day has probably started better than mine because I lost live on the air and have to sit here and eat crow but again we thank you all so so much for watching have a great day and of course good luck on all your future wagers